This episode is brought to you by one of our amazing sponsors, Mask Sexual Flavor Strips. They enhance your sexual experiences with a taste of strawberry, mango, watermelon, or chocolate. It's kind of like a Listerine strip, but for sex. So if you like sex and you want to make it even more enjoyable, and you like hearing Sex with Emily for free, check out Mask at sexualflavors.com. Enjoy the show. I promise your sex life will improve. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I no longer have the Friends with Benefits program. My podcast is completely free so that you can always enjoy Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Listening to Sex with Emily, we're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. Yeah, and today's show, we will be reading the emails that you send to feedback at sexwithemily.com or uh, directly on my website. I keep, it's so easy now. You just go to the Q&A section and there's you can just write your question right there and send it to us. And topics on the show today include cheating and jealousy, good sex, bad relationships, sexual insecurities, sex toy boxes, and married sex. Plus, today is Monday, so we thought we'd talk about missionary sex, missionary Monday. How can you spice up missionary sex? Because, you know, it's kind of like we, we're going to talk about how to spice up the missionary position because money doesn't have to be boring and neither does the missionary. What does it have to be boring? The missionary. Mondays oh, or I thought missionary. you said money. Mo- like, money's not boring. Money's yeah. awesome. Mondays and the missionary, neither one have to be boring. No, they don't. But the missionary, if you're like, oh, really missionary, da, da, but I'm going to show you all these ways that you can actually spice up the missionary so you can still do the missionary position, but you can do it with a little twist and it's fun for everyone. Fun for the whole family. That's good. Speaking <laughs> about fun, what did you do over the weekend? I had so much fun this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? I went, okay, so Friday night. I ended up going to this party at that new Chambers restaurant bar that used to be the Phoenix uh-huh. Hotel. So it's a yeah. hotel, and there's an indoor, really cool new, like, bar, club, restaurant. And then outside, there's, like, a pool area. And it was super fun because there was three birthdays parties there that night. And I knew two of the people. And so it was just a great combination of people that came together. Like, I knew – there was a tons of people that I knew and tons I didn't know. And I actually met – there was, like, a lot of good-looking guys there. So I met some guys, but there's one guy was talking to me. And he's cute. We were talking for a few minutes, and he said to me, so what do you do? And I've decided at that moment, I'm like, I don't want to get into it. So I said, you know, I don't really want to talk about work right now. It's the weekend. Because I just decided that going in just telling some guy that I think is kind of cute that I'd have a sex show, it automatically is going to, you know, change his perception as we talked about on the show. So I was like, I'm going to try something different here. I'm not going to tell this guy. So he's like, okay, that's cool. I get it. We don't have to talk about it. And we were talking for like five minutes. He probably automatically thought you were either a stripper or a prostitute why do i look like that if you just said oh i don't want to get into it right oh now. you think it's worse then you think yeah. you automatically <laughs> thought i was a stripper do i look like a stripper you could be a stripper you think i could be a stripper there's all types of strippers yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> what do you mean okay well okay. why can't you be a stripper i just said god i'm exhausted i don't want to talk about work i've been working all day he's like that's cool so literally two minutes later the birthday boy uh-huh. comes up my friend joe and he's like hey he's like oh you guys met that's awesome he goes do you know who this girl is 
and he starts going into, yeah. he's like, she's got a sex talk show and it's called Sex with Emily and she knows everything about sex. And I'm just standing there going, I just tried to avoid this very situation. And it was not like two to three minutes later. So that was a little embarrassing um, because I was just because then what do they think? Like, what would you think if you were a guy? I mean, you are a guy. And we were talking. You know what people think. You probably can't be objective because you've known me for too long. But anyway, yeah. so that was pretty funny. But I did give the guy my number, and I realized that I really wasn't that interested in him, but he called me the next day and asked me out. So now I'm like that the girl. The next day? Yeah. Wow. But I don't really want to go out with them. So now what do I Why do? Why do you give out your number to I know. So that's what I want to talk about. I don't know because I didn't know what to do. And um, <clears throat> his message was kind of annoying. And <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, yeah I just I, – I just – don't know. Like I thought to myself, I'm like, God, I give advice about this all day long, and I gave this guy my phone number, and I don't I have no intention of calling him back. Uh-huh. But I think I will text him and just say, Hey, got your message. Yeah, I'm dating someone. Not really into it. Really busy <laughs> yeah. the next few weeks. Stay in touch. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I've just worked it out on the air right here. That's, That's good. <laughs> but I was like, Why did I give him my number? And then it was just like embarrassing. And then I'm like, Oh, does he just want to call me because it's sex shit, whatever? So I don't want to do that. And then I don't know. How was your weekend? I mean, I've got a lot to say. But. My weekend was, uh, it was pretty Epic. cool. Yeah. Friday, I just, you know, stayed busy, worked. But Saturday, I called up some of my friends and I said, you know what? You know, come to my neighborhood. Let's go drinking. We'll go to the bars and stuff like that. So one of my friends who I've known for 14 years, super shy guy, you know, when ladies come around, not very talkative. And then after a couple of drinks, he tells me, he goes, so, and I would never think this in a million years. Okay. He goes, so. You know that chick? He told me he was going out on a date with some girl. He he because I was making fun of him. He said, "Oh, I'm going to the restaurant, and then her and I are uh, gonna go sailing, like sailing around the bay." Okay. I go, "That's cool." He goes, "Well, I didn't tell you, but I met this girl on Craigslist." Okay. I'm like, "What?" I go, "You out of all people are trolling around for chicks on Craigslist?" Right. And I thought it was so amazing, and he was started telling me like, "Yeah, you know." You just go on there and you you start chatting, emailing with people. But he puts time into it. Like, right. You he's like, yeah, sometimes we would just chat for like a week before we even like meet up. Oh, so I he's go, done several women. He's had several. Yeah. Okay. And I go, you put in a week? Like I can't even talk to a girl for five minutes. I know. Like, if that. Yeah. Right. But uh, he's, I guess he's had some good experiences. Wow. But he goes, but some of them are crazy. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. A girl you met on Craigslist is crazy? Why is the Craigslist <laughs> genre of woman crazier? Because Craigslist is all the like, um, what's it called? Casual Encounters? Is, yeah. it, is he on Casual Encounters on Craigslist? I don't know. Do they still what, have that? I don't know. Okay. Casual Encounters is a section yeah. of Craigslist where you can be like, I want to have sex now. Up, yeah. Like I have friends who used to do that. Um, I used my, to read those for fun because right. they were so descriptive. They're like, so descriptive. Like I want you to come over and tie me up and yeah. then stick a sock my, in my mouth and my then door, fuck me. My door, <laughs> my door will be unlocked <laughs> and I'll be waiting. Right. And yeah, it was just, it was just That's amazing. crazy. Good for him though. Yeah, it was fun. So and did then, he leave you to go meet up with the girl on the bay? No, 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 no. Okay. It was just a past date that he was Got on. It. But then we went out drinking and uh, we went to a bar. And yeah, I saw your tweets that you were like wasted. I was really <laughs> drunk. I ended up throwing up. Oh. And it was, yeah, I puked everywhere. But oh, I mean, man. into the toilet. I've been, <laughs> so there awesome. wasn't really a mess. And, but <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, there was potato chips broken all over my house and it really pissed me off because I always borrow a vacuum from a friend of mine upstairs. Okay. And I just saw her the day before and asked for the vacuum. And then I had to call her back and say, hey, can I get the vacuum right. again? She went and left for another state. Oh, so no. now I have to wait. 
Just go buy a vacuum. Pisses me off. No, I don't no, want you don't want to own a vacuum. I only have like one tiny rug. Get in a my dustbuster. Oh, Those are no. awesome. They clean up like a thing. Anyway, my so you got has a vacuum. Yeah. I know. I saw your things. I'm like, oh god. I was like I was, two in the morning. I was dead all Sunday. And like, then I got a text from you about con- oh the cockering thing. I was drunk and I went into the bathroom <laughs> at the bar and I see this all the time. It's like a rubber cock ring with spikes that they just yeah. sell in the vending machine have right. you ever seen that before yeah no i see it like all the time at bars with spikes which Ouch. is weird that is weird that is i mean i didn't know cock rings were that popular popular there are Walgreens. i mean they're at the drugstore but the uh, thing that i thought interesting was and maybe you've seen this before but i don't go to i don't know clubs that sell condoms mm-hmm. in the bar in the re- restrooms usually but it, it was we've a been to places dark. that sold that stuff you just don't know what's in there okay what okay. I, right so the one that glow in the dark condoms like why would you want your penis to glow in the dark when know. you're having sex that'd be kind of weird maybe if you were like on drugs or something and you were like mm-hmm. tripping and you'd be like wow look at that but why would you want your penis just to be the one thing you see in the room that'd glow be in the dark? cool you think you want one? Yeah, because I thought you, you can one. see it was your... like seventy-five cents. I Imagine saw. if it's dark and your penis is going in the dark, and then you're—it's like magic. Your penis disappears and reappears. Yeah, okay, know? it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, see. <laughs> anyway, that was funny. Um, sounds like did you meet any chicks? Uh, no, we just talked. I was mainly just like having them talk to just, girls, you know. What do you mean you were having them? You're like you because if I go out with my yourself. boys, like I don't care, and uh, in general, I don't go out and like try to hook up with chicks or anything. Right. I might go to bars because that's not where I want to meet somebody. No. But um, I'm always, like, encouraging my friends to talk to people. That's and good. I, I and it's weird too. because I'm a lot more outgoing to talk to people because I'm not, like, trying to sleep with them. Right. They come over and chat. So we met some some cool people. Right. Where, where, where were you? We were at uh, this, this bar in okay. my neighborhood. Got it. Okay. Got it. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, that's good, though. Like, C-minus, I think you just brought up a really important point. Okay. Something that you do that a lot of men listening to the show don't do this. And it's that you thought, like, you're hanging with your friends and you weren't focused on the chick. Like, you were like, maybe I'll meet someone, but I'm not going to be focused on it. And you're very comfortable with yourself. So you're comfortable just hanging out. And then the chicks come to you. I mean, I'm not saying that's always going to happen, but just when you're not, like, on the prowl. Like, that's not attractive. But you just having fun with your guy friends is going to be attractive to girls. You'll be like, oh, look at that hot group of guys over there. Yeah, and those guys are getting wasted. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. yeah, I got pretty drunk too. But um not too drunk. But I had a blast. I mean it was just like all these people I hadn't seen in forever and it was just mm-hmm. it was just one of those like amazing San Francisco nights. Cool. Can't explain it. Yeah, it was super fun. And then uh Saturday I went to a comedy show. It was Big Lebowski. You went to a comedy show? That's my favorite. Really? To go to comedy in the mission, shows. it was a total hipster thing. Oh no. It mind. was the Big Lebowski meets um Shakespeare. Yeah. So they did the Big Lebowski on Shakespeare, like much ado about nothing and mm. Big Lebowski, but I haven't seen the Big Lebowski enough to get all enough? the humor. You're probably lying. You've never even seen it. I've seen it once, like years ago. Have you seen it a bunch? Is it like yeah, your favorite I've, movie? I've seen it like twenty. Do times. you love it? Yeah, I like it. Okay. A lot. I mean, it was. I mean, I know it's a great film, but I, some of it was sort of lost to me because I was like, I, I don't really think this is funny. <laughs> but I went to a comedy show. I felt it was very cultured, and it was in the Mission District, which is like you know where there's a lot of hip. Supposedly hip things happening in the yeah. in San Francisco. Um, okay, so then remember when I had that blind date a few weeks ago, the one that lasted fifty seven minutes, and I was yeah, out of there. And then the guy um, he e- <coughs> sorry he emailed you and asked you out again. Yeah, or and I like said and yes, but then oh, I realized yeah, yeah, because I, I, obviously I'm bad at this. But no, I said yeah, sure, because I always think even if I know on the first day it's not right, I'm getting better at this, and I just thought. He's a friend of a friend, and he seemed like a nice guy, and it seemed really far away. 
when he asked me to go out again. So I was like, yeah, two weeks. But now I looked at my calendar last night. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm just going to go out there on Tuesday, so I'm going to cancel. But right as I was about to cancel, I got this email from him. I'm going to read it. All right. <laughs> Emily, I have some thoughts on one way. Okay, so for, let me back up. Friday's show, we gave some tips about some fun dates and things that people can do that are different for the weekend. We said kite flying. We said kite flying, which actually I told you one of my interns thought it was Kelsey, didn't go on a date once when someone asked her out to kite flying and someone else thought it would be really fun. Another And Aaron thought it would be fun. So, yes, kite flying was one of them. But he said, I have some thoughts on what might be fun for Tuesday. Let me know what you think. Number one, <laughs> I just know this is going to make a face. That's why he already screwed up. He Number asked you one, what you wanted to do. Ready? You never ask a woman that. Walk on the beach. The weather looks really nice this week. Beautiful today. Might be fun to pick up some food, bring it down to the beach, Pacific Beach or Chrissy Field, and go for a walk. Wow. Number two, a movie. I've really been wanting to see The Tree of Life. Do you know it? Interested? It's playing at the Embarcadero, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And then Indie we get dinner after. Theater. Or number Puke. three, or just keep it simple with dinner, maybe some music. Any sound appealing? What time are you free? Signed, blind date. So I... <laughs> your eyes are closed. So, oh, let's do something hip and cool and go to the indie movie theater. Gag. Okay, but uh, but here's the point. I like that he laid out these up. That's nice. I just knew That's you were nice, going to That's nice, but then you, um, you're not going to make a decision. Well, obviously, I canceled. you don't want to go anyways, yeah. <laughs> so but I emailed him back and I canceled. Even if you were into this guy and he gave you those options, you wouldn't make a decision. I that's would. Do you know, want to know what I would choose? I would choose... The dinner. Dinner. Because you don't have to do anything. Or the movie. <laughs> I've never go to movies. I need to go to more movies. I really yeah. want to see like a million movies right now. So I would have choose maybe a movie that. But I could. I can't do it Tuesday night because I have a class for sex school mm-hmm. that I have to go to. What so, is your response? So I said, oh, my God, they all sound awesome, but I have to cancel. <sighs> cancel with no further. I have a sex. Re- no, I have a class to go. I'm going to a class on polyamory um, mm-hmm. for sex school on Tuesday night that I have to go to. I bet you'd love that topic. I do love polyamory, non-monogamy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn more about it. I do. So it's yeah. class, experts teaching. I'm going to go with some sex school friends and maybe some interns, you know. So it's at cool. Good Vibrations. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting class. So that I just thought I'd read that because it was very funny that he brought all those examples after we were just giving examples. And I thought those were very clever. And I feel bad because he really thought it out. And then I can't really? Yeah. Beach, movie, and dinner? It's like, like so dinner? descriptive. Is that bad? Okay. So anyway, that was that. That was, and then there's no other guys. So yeah, you don't want to go anywhere unless you're going on a zeppelin. That's what you should do next time. Really? The zeppelin. They have those zeppelin rides. You can drink champagne inside a zeppelin here really? in the city. Yeah. Can we do that? Costs like a grand though. I ain't oh. taking you. <laughs> Shit. You take? I need to get laid if I'm taking a lady out there. Dude, what else? We've got fun. We have so much no. fun together. Um. So anyway, that was my deal. Okay, let's get into okay. some. Okay, we got sex in the news. Okay. We've got emails. We've got sex tips. I think All we right. should do a little sex in the news. What do you got? Dating site for beautiful people dumps 30,000 people for being too ugly. <laughs> oh, Dating. <no. laughs> yeah. Wait, this is that. Was this the like ultra. Beautifulpeople.com. Um, yeah. Okay. So they were hit by a Shrek virus, allowing tons of people of average or below average looks to join the service, bypassing the usual screening process. Yeah. So then they had to let them go. Because 30,000 people yeah. joined and they weren't allowed to join. So they had to give, they had to pay $112,000 in refunds to 4,500 of the 30,000 who had paid. What? He says we have Why don't to they sti- just keep that money? They said we have to stick to our founding principles of only accepting beautiful people. That's what our members have paid for. We can't just sweep 30,000 ugly people under the carpet. Wow. How bad is that? That's classy. That is classy. So 30,000 people signed up thinking, oh, I can get on this site. And then they were uh-huh. like, sorry, you're ugly. 
That is so mean. Don't I, I feel bad about this site. Like, I think that a lot of people are like, I wasn't hot enough to be on Beautiful.com. I feel really bad about it. People already feel bad about themselves. Yeah. So that was a bummer. Okay. Music producer threatened to give Shaquille O'Neal sex tape to NBA star's wife. So music producer Robert Ross was kidnapped and beaten three years ago. It said he threatened to give an alleged sex tape of Shaquille O'Neal to the NBA star's, NBA star's wife. So it's like every week another sex tape surfaces. Why yeah, aren't people – But this is People, put go- your cameras away. Like, don't film yourself having sex. This has been in the news for I know, a but long now time. it's saying – right. But, yeah, it's, this, now it's coming – not sure it exists, they say. It's coming back because the guys that beat him up are going to f- finally go on trial. Right. And, exactly. Yeah, but everyone knew this is this was a new knowledge that Shaq was cheating on his wife. He didn't hide they it very all well. Cheat. Really? I don't yeah. know that. He was he was just sleeping around. Yeah. Does everyone know that but me? Yes. Cool. <laughs> how Curry? Okay, so that's everyone knows that, but just we have to talk about sex tapes. Yeah. How cur- how Curry herb? The Curry herb can spice up your sex life. Okay. An herb or herb, as they say in the UK. Using curries can heat up a couple's sex life, a study suggests. Researchers monitoring libidos and orgasms found fenugreek, it's spelled F-E-N-U Greek, G-R-E-E-K, boosted male sex drive by at least a quarter. That's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. 60 men ages between 25, aged between 25 and 52 took an extract twice a day for six weeks. Within that time, their sexual arousal had increased by an average of 28%. Scores fell for another group of men taking placebo pills, and it contains compounds that contain saponins, and it's thought that these stimulate male sex hormones, including testosterone. I know curry is. I don't the, like curry. It's the hip thing to do, but it, I just can't even get close to it. I don't like it, no. so you won't be taking this. But you probably don't. No. Need to take it, I so don't. that's a good thing, right? I got tequila, man. Tequila? Did you drink tequila this weekend? Yes. Is that what you? <laughs> that's probably why I again? barfed. Yeah, I did dirt, dirty martinis, which is my favorite. Um, erection boosting condom. We talked about this a few weeks ago by future medical, uh, nears EU approval. So the Viagra condom came another step closer to popping up on store shelves and in bedrooms on June 20th. So it was recommended for EU approval, um, the European union. So it's, it's a gel. It has a, so it's a prophylactic or condom Hmm. that has a, has a gel in it designed to help men's erections last longer. That's cool. That is cool, right? Yeah. So you don't take a pill. You can just have it in the, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure those are going to be selling off the I know. We should the get them charts. as a sponsor once they approve. They'll be our advertiser. Yeah. That would be awesome. I bet there's like so many other companies trying to keep stuff like that down, though. What do you mean? Keep it down? Just trying to get it not approved. Right. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, why? Well, why? Oh, because like Viagra yeah. is so powerful, and they're like, we don't want you to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, that's what I got for Sex and the News. Cool. Emails? We got emails, my favorite. Of course, we got emails. Got to hear from the people, see what they and like. And coming up, like I said, it's going to be Missionary Monday. If you just started joining us, we're talking about new twists on the missionary position. Oh, first, I got to do the poll. So our poll last week was, how do you feel about hair below the equator? So here were the choices. Uh, trimmed, please. Brazilian wax, no hair. All natural is best and no preference. So what do you think the winner was, Menace, out of those choices? No hair. You're wrong. The winner at 48% said trimmed, please. 31% said Brazilian wax, no hair. 12% said all natural is best. So 12% is pretty significant. All natural. They want the bush. And 9%. That's probably our older audience. 9%. (laughs) No. 9% said um, no preference. 9%. No preference. No preference. Some people don't care, men and women. I mean, it's it's this poll, they don't care. I care. 
I know you do. You would have said Brazilian wax, no hair. Yes. But I like 48% is like trim. So I think that it is sort of going towards that right now. That, that the Brazilian wax and the bear, no hair, I think uh-huh. that there's a trend moving towards just slightly trimmed. I, it's funny because I hear out there like women uh, trying to rebel and say, oh, I don't want to look like a baby or blah, blah, blah. And then they go, I just, you know, wear it all natural. <laughs> and then the people that are, you know, listening to them talk are just laughing and saying Why? how because... bad it is. And making fun of them. The for... people, oh, because they're saying that? Yeah, yeah, but women always do backlashes like that. But I can see it's a pain. It's like hard. It, it's, it's literally a pain. Like, you can't get the waxed off. Well, you don't I'm even sorry. Oh, you do know. <laughs> yeah. You do what it's like. Okay, so that was a poll for last week. We have a new poll up now. We want everyone to go vote. Sexwithemily.com. What are you thinking about during sex? Here's the choices. Transformers. A, my technique. B, what I need to do later, like my job. Three, someone else, the lover that I'm with. What are you usually thinking about during sex? Someone else. Someone else. <laughs> are you going to ask me? Yeah, I'm just curious. What am I thinking? Uh, performance, mostly. Performance, yeah, yeah. You're like, am I doing it? Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking about. I don't think I'm thinking about anything. Just but, hanging out? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just in the moment. I'm in the moment enjoying myself. Uh, see, that's a problem. Then you probably want to talk and stuff. I do want to talk a lot. I wish you could talk that's... to her. I wish you could carry on conversations during sex. Like, I love talking. I'm like, I can't Sounds wait. For like I'm thinking, nightmare. I can't wait for this to be over because I've got so much to talk oh to you about. Just kidding. No, I'm not it's like that. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm not a nightmare. Okay. Right. I mean, maybe. Because um, I like to talk. You remember my ex-boyfriend who said, like, can we not talk before 8 a.m. and after 8 o'clock at night? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. He's still one of my best friends, and he lets me talk. Okay, dear Emily, I came home early recently on a Friday at 3 p.m. to find my wife being eaten by my best friend. Oh, that's nice. Now I can't even think of giving her oral. What, what you, should I do? Chris uh, St. John. Well, Chris, you should have left that bitch right at that moment. Um, well, maybe he's, it's, his, maybe it's, his, it's his wife, so he's trying to work it out. So I would say you've got bigger problems. I got, I'm thinking he's got bigger problems than going down on his wife again. Yeah. I think he might need to some relationship building and counseling to heal the pain and the sex life and trust will have to slowly rebuild because after you are caught cheating or you catch your partner cheating, it's really hard to get those images on your mind. You've a lot of anger. And I know that there's some couples, I know in you menace, if a woman cheated on you, you'd be like, done, you say this, that you'll be done and out of there. I say this, I know this. Okay, you know this. But a lot of people, they're married, who knows if they have kids, and he's like worried about going down on her again. And I'm thinking, there are couples I know personally who have cheated and they just kind of brushed it under the rug. Like, I know a, a woman who cheated on her husband and he was like, that's cool um, as long as you don't do it again. And they never talked about it again. Which I think is really unhealthy because I don't think that no matter how stoic you are as a man and you're like, that's cool, whatever, I'll be fine. Or if you're a woman and your husband cheated on you, I think it's going to bring up issues that are going to be there for a while. So I do yeah, think well, you, you need therapy. Yeah, you guys want to go so in-depth and talk everything out. What is it going to change? It doesn't it change. It can change a lot. Maybe they're having how? issues in their relationship and there's stuff they can it's work on. It's not going to change what happened. I'm sorry. It's not going to change what happened, but I think that he probably doesn't want to have sex with her right now, and that's totally normal. I mean, I think that it would be hard to go down on her and to do that. And you should write back. I want to see. What um, do you want to know? Well, we're going to email know him. If he's if he's thinking of leaving her or is he, that he's just with her and okay. staying. 
Well, email today. Well, obviously he's think he's staying with her because he's concerned that he can't go down on her. And I'm like, you got yeah, bigger but fish I, to fry, I'm just, buddy. I'm wondering if he's trying to just work it out and stay with her. or I think I he's trying know. to work it out. Or if this was cool with him. I think they need therapy. I think. I think to deal with a cheating that you have to you have to deal with it. You have to deal with the issues. And I'm not sure that he's. I mean, the fact that that was his question, I just think he's got bigger problems. I think you get somebody new. There's no baggage. Okay. Hi, Emily. I've been listening to your show for a couple months and appreciate all the good advice, great sex tips, and the very helpful Kegel Camp iPhone app, which is my app that I mentioned earlier. I've been with my girlfriend for over a year now, and although she tells me that she only wants to have sex with me, I can't help but wonder how I measure up considering her very promiscuous past. Let me give you some background. I'm 30, and I've only slept with 10 girls. Although your Kegel app has helped me hold out longer, I still have a hard time making my girl orgasm through intercourse. I routinely go down on her, and that helps. I know she has had bigger, and it makes me wonder if my lack of size is part of the problem. Ladies, never tell your I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm very competitive and want to be the best she has ever had for my own self-confidence. What I know about her past experiences leave me feeling very lacking in our relationship. She is awesome. Why is he discussing past? Okay, I know. Can I just finish the letter? I love her, and when I don't think about it, we have a great time together. An honest, objective response from both your perspective as well as Menace is greatly appreciated. Befuddled in San Diego. Um, he's a premium member. Thank you so much, Befuddled in San Diego, for being a premium member. And you know if you're a premium friends with benefits and member, you get all your emails answered, and we also are doing special video answers for you. Okay, first of all, I would say, yeah, what are you doing talking about this stuff? I, I don't think that couples should share their past sexual history. I think that it's never good to talk about the number of people you slept with. That you know, No guy wants to hear the last guy you slept with had a big penis, um, that you've been with many met people. I just think that it, it never, if you can find one situation where it bodes well for the relationship, let me know. But otherwise, it's a bad thing. It's, it doesn't help the situation. And I think that for befuddled, that he is going there in his mind, and I think that his biggest problem is his mind. Because he's saying that, he's saying that when I don't think about it, we have a great time together when I'm not thinking about it. But he's thinking about it during sex. That he's not pleasing her. And so I don't even know for a fact he's thinking that it's because of his size that she's not able to orgasm during sex. But what I'm curious about is does he know for sure that she was able to orgasm with these other men during intercourse? Like a lot of women can't. Only 30% of women can have orgasms during intercourse. So I'm pretty surprised. Like I'm not even sure. Like He might be in his mind making it to be a bigger thing, like that he's not pleasing her in that department. And maybe she's just hasn't been able to before. But I, for most women, and I've been doing this for a long time now, I've never gotten an email from a woman that said my penis's partner, my, my, my penis's partner, my partner's penis is too small and therefore I can't have an orgasm. I think that isn't one of those myths. I mean, sure, it's happened like in, in the history of the world, but I doubt that is the issue. And, um, I think that see, by hearing all this information that she told him it's in his mind playing and he's, he's totally overthinking it and he's got to just put it out of his head and he's got to either talk to her about it because I think that they also need to talk about it because I think that he's jumping to conclusion here. I think he's saying that she was able to with all these other guys and not me. And I actually don't think that's true because most women, if you're able to with one guy, you can do it with another guy. Yeah. You can have that orgasm. I think that why do people not listen to us about talking about past <laughs> people, relationships? Where you, I know. Never do it. Why? There's no there's, there's nothing no you will gain from it. Nothing. You never do. You I never will do. break up with somebody before I tell them how many people I've been with. Yeah. Because it's not it, – that information – is not going to be useful not for useful. anything just to be used against you. Exactly. And That's like, all. especially men, I think it's hard for women, 
But men never get over the fact that there was, like, other penises in your life. And yeah. I think they're honestly, like, in their brain, they're like, wow, she's had pre- there's penises everywhere. Like, just picking you mm-hmm. and penises. Like, I think that this is, image is just bad. Like, just don't talk about the number. Don't talk about who you sleep with. Don't don't ever talk about, like, other penises that you've been with. Like, just pretend it was the only, his penis is your only penis. Yeah. Like, this penis here and now in front of me is the one penis that I care about, and that's all. Correct. So we agree. <laughs> I love it. Emily, I really enjoy listening to your show and the variety of topics. Keep it up. I know you've had a relationship. I know you've had a segment on. See, I think we read this. I forgot to take it out. Good, good relationships, bad sex. Did we talk about this? If you have good relationships and bad sex last week. Yeah, yeah. We okay. Did. Emily, where have you been my whole life? I discovered your show this past weekend, and I'm so thrilled to have found you. I'm six foot tall, slim, athletic, creative, honest, 33 year old woman, and while I've never felt entirely confident in my appearance, I'm constantly complimented on it. I was raised in a conservative Catholic family where the topics of sex and sexuality were considered taboo, so much so that they grew to be issues that I feared. I finally lost my virginity at the ripe old age of 28 to an amazing man who I've shared three happy years with. When we broke up, I swore I wouldn't revert to my old prude ways. Two years now, I'm still single, dateless, and sexless. I can't help but think my hidden fears have returned and might be repelling men. On the other hand, I have not met a man who interests me enough to want to spend time with. Am I denying myself or just waiting for Mr. Right Now? I catch guys watching me all the time, but they never approach me. When I approach men, the majority look surprised or even scared. Is it my height? I'm tired of being alone. Can you help? Thanks in advance. You are like the best friend in high school I never had. Warm wishes, Ellie. She's a premium member as well. So thanks, Ellie, for becoming a Friends with Benefits member. And, okay, there's a lot in this. Where's she from, does it say? It doesn't say where she's from. Uh, Everyone, tell us where you're from. We want to know where you're from. When you send us an email, say where you're from. So, um, or does she say it? No. Okay, so here's the deal. If she really does have these hidden fears, I mean, people who grew up in strictly religious homes, we've talked about this, have really can have severe, severe sexual issues around sex they feel like. They feel like it's wrong. They think sex is only for procreation. I mean, in their mind, they don't really believe it, but that sex is only for procreation and that, um, you know, that it's just wrong and evil to have sex. Like, that's if that's the message they were getting. So I think that it's something that I would, again, I would, like, work on and work on your issues, maybe go to therapy. If that's – if she – because she thinks that this is what – she feels she's emitting these signals to guys that says she's – prude and has these issues around sex so i would say if you really feel that they're still ruining your life and it's still taking over you should kind of go work on them because that stuff's not going to go away um but i would say that i and you're a tall woman i think that's amazing like my one of my best friends six feet tall like i i, I don't think that men are intimidated or scared but i, no, think I don't that, think so i don't think that's it right i mean if you a hot six foot woman or any woman do you, no i don't off? i don't care right. i i do believe though that uh, in my mind that Tall women want to be with taller guys. That's yeah, all. some do, but some yeah. don't. Like I, some my friend care. who's six feet tall, she always loves short guys. She loves the short guys, so it's like it's so funny because I, I always like tall guys, and I'm short, so yeah. whatever. Um, but I would say that just keep going and doing what you're doing, sweetie, because I think that it's great that you are so conscious about your issues and that you're so open about them, and that you seem to write this very eloquent email. And I think that you just got to keep doing what you're doing, keep approaching men, and um, and keep just putting yourself out there and maybe if you are these issues the, the religious stuff or coming from your background are still hindering you then go get a little therapy or little just go sleep with somebody it's called the slump buster slump buster just, yeah. just having sex because you've been in a slump yeah and then just have sex with somebody and then well, she's get afraid you back that, that she's going to return to being a prude again because she yeah. was a prude in her past it's funny most people 
a lot of people I know are like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to be a slut again, but she's like a prude again. <laughs> I think that we carry stuff in our minds and we still think of ourselves as a certain way when we're no longer that way. So I would just start thinking of yourself in this new way, this beautiful 33-year-old woman who has your whole life ahead of you and and you have, you know, you're healthy and you're sound attractive and smart and it's going to happen when it happens. But sometimes we all it just takes a little while to meet that person. Yeah, get to the bone in already. God. Get to the bone in. She's going to. <laughs> She's going to. Have you met women who are, like, I think that's interesting, like, to think that you're prude, like, if you are a prude and you're trying to, like, give that up. Like, you're trying to, like, usually you hear the women who were, like, crazy in high school. They were, like, yeah. the Catholic schoolgirls, and then they, you know. No, it's weird. I don't, um, the women that I know that are actually prudes don't get off, give off the prudish vibe. They act like the biggest whores. Oh, but they don't, they don't give it up at all. I think, yeah. yeah it's funny because I watch guys waste their time on them all the time. And you can tell. They're friends of yours and you're like, dude, she's not going to give it up. Yeah, she's not going to. I was a total – I was a – believe it or not, I was a prude like in um, high school and college. I was really concerned. I got over this. But I was concerned about what – I think I just – I was concerned about what men would think about me. I was like so concerned that they would judge me and that they would talk about it and they'd be like, oh, I had sex with Emily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then they would – so I was just – and I think I just didn't know that much about sex and I was just kind of prude. I was. I, I mean not – not that I wouldn't have sex but I was very like I'd be careful and wait and only dated one guy. I was a serial monogamist. Yeah. And then I changed completely. But I'm not a whore. <laughs> if that's what you were going to say. Man. I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, you were thinking it. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking about when are you going to start reading the next email. Oh, stop. You, I swear. Emily, I love the show. FYI, I've had my best success in breaking the ice on sex toys by asking the simple question. Do you have a toy box? If they all, If they do, they will happily admit it. Then you can easily ask which ones and go from there. If not, then you have to find out find out without it being a big deal. Also, if the t- also if the toys the other person have are too wild for you, then you know in advance not to go there with them in your next sexual encounter. Keep it coming, Paul from Marin County, Thanks, which is in Paul. San Francisco. That's a great question. I've had guys say like, "So, do you have any toys?" Like that is great because a lot of women don't they don't want to whip out their vibrators unless they know because mm-hmm. the because a lot of men have issues with it. They're intimidated by vibrators. They think it's problems. So I think that's great just for a dude just to be like, "So, do you got any toys?" Because that totally opens it up. And if she does, then bonus. And if she doesn't, then you know that that's not her thing and it's fine. So I think that's a great tactic that guys should ask. Because the girls are sometimes shy. Yeah, if you're into that, go for it. If you're into that sort of thing. If you, yeah. (laughs) Menace would be like, you got a toy box? I'm out of here. No, I'm just saying just keep it on the shelf. That's all. What? What? It's just me. I'm not speaking for all men or anything like that. I know. But I think that you, I think that sex toys can be your best friend. A man's best friend. Yes, they help. They help with sex life. Okay. Hi. I would need some suggestions about how to have my wife. I, I need some suggestions how to have my wife to feel desire again for me. I've been married for 12 years and I'm 46 and my wife is 52. I like to make love lately. I like to make love, and lately, even more so, my wife has lost a spark. Do you have any erotic medicine, LOL, or any suggestions? Thanks, Mario, and he's a premium member, so thank you, Mario, for being a premium Friends with Benefits Sexual Family member. Okay, first of all, the first thing I have to always say is 
she's 52 years old. She might be going through, I mean, she might be past menopause already, but women's sexual libido, it changes during this time in her life. So has she been, has she been to the doctor? Has she gotten checked up? Is she taking any medications? That's always the first thing that we have to clear with someone because she could be taking medications that are inhibiting her, her sex drive, um, her ability to orgasm. So get that checked out. If the answer is no, then there are some things that you can look at in your relationship. Has there been a lot of undue stress lately or has there been anxiety or is there pressure? Have you guys been having some conflicts? Um, you know, I always say communication is lubrication. So a lot of times women and men withhold sex from each other when they're having issues that have just piled up over time. So I'm just wondering where you guys are at on your communication level. And then I would just think about um, talking to talk. I mean, I don't you don't say if you've actually approached her about it, because I think a lot of times men or women going through this won't want to bring it up, but it's just an issue. Like it's like the, it's like the elephant in the room. Like we haven't had sex in whatever time in six months, but no one talks about it. So I would say that you need to have a conversation about it and ask her, you know, is she, is it just that she's not turned on? Does she have issues with you? You have to have a real talk. And I know this seems really basic, but so many couples don't talk to each other about sex. Yeah. And then there's always the things you can do to spice it up. I would plan vacation, take time away, bring in sex toys, Tell her how beautiful she is. Buy her something sexy. Or just start accusing her of banging somebody else. <laughs> you know? Just for fun. Just for Say, fun. Say, I know you're sleeping with other people because you ain't sleeping with me. Yeah. And just start messing with her. Yeah. That'd be fun, Menace. <laughs> thanks for your advice. Okay. So that's what we got for emails. And uh, thanks, everyone. So please email me. And you can find me feedback at sexwithemily.com or you can find me on the website, sexwithemily.com. Yeah which is a very easy way to just send in emails. And again, a lot of these people are premium members. They've joined. They become friends with benefits, which is like you want to become a sex family friends with benefits member today because you will get be getting so much for that. Yes. Lots of shows, lots of things. Okay, we'll move into some sex tips because it's Missionary Monday. Did, missionary I, did I tell you Monday? that? How, how's this work? Okay. Mondays in the missionary position both have a bad rap for being unexciting, but we're going to make them interesting. Missionary position is, they do. Missionary What's position wrong with is like, missionary? Exactly, Menace. That's your problem. No. Me, me, nothing is wrong with missionary. There's nothing. In fact, what? We, are, we are giving all You these, just dissed it right now. Well, See, that's that your problem. It's just, no. It's just that missionary position is the default, the most common position. All right. What's your favorite Man position? What's my favorite position? Yeah. I don't have a favorite position. You don't? No. Do you? Uh, maybe just a woman on top. Right? So yeah. you, don't do any, you don't do any work? No, I still do some work. But you but... like it because you because she looks hot and you can see yeah. her breasts. Is that right? Why do yeah, you like missionary? Yeah, of course, because I want to celebrate her body. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing Menace say I want to celebrate her body is like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's been sitting across from me for way too no, long. I'm no, I'm just building why? her ego. Um, it's no. hot. No, because yeah, it's hot. It's, it's hot. And, yeah, and, of course, I got to do less work and then I can last longer, too. Right. Oh, really? You last yeah. longer that way. Okay. True. A lot of men do last longer in that position. So face-to-face. So here's some tips about the missionary and reasons why we like the missionary. And there's some great techniques in here that will improve her ability for orgasm as well. Um, so here's what we got. Missionary position is face-to-face fun. It allows for, e- for easy entry and deep penetration. And it's one of the more enjoyable position- enjoyable positions for couples who take pleasure in intimacy, meaning like staring into each other's eyes. I'm sure you do that. Yeah. When you're having sex, right, Manus? Totally. Do you stare into each other's eyes? Of course. Um, and try also some of our – so here – but here's some twists. So people – that's why the missionary is good. Looking into each other's mm-hmm. eyes. It's intimate. It's like easy. It's, it is like the easiest position. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you can do is lift those legs. 
Have your partner lift and bend her legs a little, resting her feet flat on the mattress. Most women find this position much more comfortable than the usual missionary position. It allows for greater access to the vagina. I'm getting better at saying that word. And both partners will enjoy more intense stimulation. So just have her lift her legs up because it has it's uh, more comfortable for her. Too. Yeah. Right? So we all know that. But just remind you. Lock is key. For deeper penetration, have her raise her legs higher and lock them around you. Have you had a woman do that? She locks her yeah. legs around you? The reason why is this adds a pleasant feel for the woman as her partner at, at as her pubic bone gently rubs against her clit as his pubic bone rubs against her clitoris. So if your legs are locked, your pubic bone is your clitoris is rubbing against his pubic bone. So it's like more direct contact. Yes. yes. Um, she can add to your leverage by squeezing you close to her or even just hold you with her thighs. The higher she raises her legs, the deeper the penetration. So the higher you go up, you can put a pillow underneath you. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Okay, over the shoulders. This position allows men to attain the deepest possible penetration. But be careful. It's possible to get in too deep, which can cause her pain. Okay, this is one that I like. This is very true for I personally. <laughs> Close those legs. When her legs are closed, the vagina tightens around your penis, ensuing more intense stimulation for both of you. This position also forces you to enter from a sharper angle towards the clitoris. A lot of women to orgasm need to have their legs closer together. And it's, um, Wait, what do you mean close your legs? How? Like, you can close, like, okay, so if you're having sex, let's say I'm on, the, well, it's missionary, so I'm on the bottom. You could still be sliding in and out if my legs are, like, tight, but I'm squeezing. Do you understand? Like, so my legs are, I'm, like, trying to describe. So my legs, so. <laughs> so you're just laying flat and your legs are closed. I'm laying flat and my legs are closed. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Kind of. Um, it's kind of weird, but if mm-hmm. you, like, it's it's easy to do. Okay. Like a woman can just close her legs sometimes, it's, and then it feels good to you because it's like clenching around your penis. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Get on your knees, boys. Kneel and sit on your ankles between her thighs. Her bottom and lower back should be elevated while her ankles or lower legs rest on your shoulders. You can place a pillow under her lower back to help support her. In this position, you can apply clitoral pressure with your hands as she can massage her clitoris with her fingers or, uh, yeah, the best part of this position where you can watch yourself going in and out of her. A lot of men like that, the watching the in and out. Mm. But here's something that I brought. This is an inflatable position master. Inflatable position master. It's a pillow. For all it's the people that are not watching, what it's a. It's an inflatable position master from Adam and Eve, and uh, it's like a pillow, but you can use it in all these different ways. Like it, it has like ties on it and stuff. Wow. They just sent this to me, and um, it's, it's got like easy, a sex wedge. It's like a sex wedge. And Adam and Eve is a great place to go for sex toys. Wait, <laughs> so it has it like, it has like. That yeah. is like a souped up pillow because it's always great to place a pillow under her butt while you're having sex because it elevates her, her pubic muscles. So she's uh-huh. closer to you in her clitoris. And so that's just one you can just keep under the bed and whip it out when you're yeah. having sex. It looks like some guy's doing ass to mouth on here. Really? Yeah. I didn't look at it that closely, Menace, but. What? It's uh, it's very interesting. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Even though they're all wearing underwear, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> but um, speaking of Adam and Eve, everyone, mm-hmm. we love Adam and Eve. You can go there and buy sex toys. You can buy porn. You can buy lingerie. You can do lots of cool things. Just enter coupon code Emily at checkout. You get fifty percent off most items. You can buy this inflatable uh, position master today and um, you get fifty percent off most items and you get three adult DVDs and a free gift and free shipping. Just put on coupon code Emily at checkout. 
They're really, uh, they're really liking you over there. A lot of people have been enjoying the Adam and Eve. I know, yeah. I know. And we, oh, we have two new videos. So if you're a Friends Benefits member, you also get to see all of our new videos. And we have a really funny video that we're posting tomorrow or later on today about uh, Sex Toy Day at the Sex Family Office when the sex yeah. toys arrived. And this was in the box and a lot of other things were in the box. And we're all, we have sex toy reviews coming in the next few weeks from the interns. Oh yeah! It's Do you think when man was evolving, it, uh, what was the the primary position? Do you think it was a missionary, or do you think it was doggy style? Because a lot of animals do a doggy style. That's a great question. Well, if you look at like the Kama Sutra and stuff, I mean, there are a lot, a lot different positions that have existed. I wonder then. What was the primary early? What was the primary early evolutionary position that people were having sex? I don't know. It might have been something crazy. We should look we that up. Know. Yeah. What, how many positions does the Kama Sutra have? A lot. A lot? Hundreds. That narrows it down. Hundreds? I think. No, maybe 50. Dude, I, I really don't know. I've studied. I've done shows on tantric sex, but not a long time. Maybe we should add that to the list, tantric sex. I'd like to take a tantric sex class. I feel like I should by now. Yeah. I should have done that after my polyamory class on yeah. Tuesday night. That tantric feeling, the next one. Okay, kneel down close to her butt. Hoist both of her legs onto one of your shoulders and let her glide, let her guide you inside of her. Because the penis ultimately massages the side wall of the vagina, which usually doesn't get much tension, she will find this quite pleasurable. If you want to massage the opposite wall of her vagina to shift her legs to the other shoulder. So hoist both of her legs onto one of your shoulders. So instead of just having both... Mm-hmm. They're on the oh, that's kind of cool. Like that is cool because you could one see that it would hit different angles. One no, they both are on, down? but they're both on one shoulder. But oh. it's kind of like they're both on one shoulder, so you're hitting her at a different angle. Yeah, that's a new one. That is a new one. You've never done that, have you? No. Okay. This is one. Next one is one of my favorites. Are you gonna try any of these? Are you taking notes? Yeah, I'm no? taking notes. Oh, good. I'll look at sexfamily.com later. That's when you're you're going to post them, right? we'll post everything at sexfamily.com, which is your new favorite website, if you didn't know. And Emily Morse, you can also get it through Emily Morse if you're in your office and they won't let you access Sex Family. You can do Emily Morse, M-O-R-S-E. And, um, okay, cat position, the coital alignment technique. The cat position? Yep. All right. I love this position. Explain. I know. It's hard to explain, but, like, I want to give people sex tips, but it's also harder. Like, I feel like I need, like, a whiteboard. Yeah. To explain. But this position allows sexual pleasure to build slowly, resulting in an intense and intimate clitoral orgasm. So here's what happens with the cat. The guys slide two to four inches forward from the typical missionary position and cup your arms around her shoulder so that your body falls flat against hers. So you're on top of her, but you're up further. So instead of just being like that, you like slide up like a few inches more. So you're like, I guess you're, yeah. I'll explain this. Both your spine should be straight and the base of your penis should rub against her clitoris. Both your legs should be straight out and touching while she pushes her pelvis upward two inches. You should push down gently to give a slight a slight counter resistance. There shouldn't be any in and out. It's more of an up and down movement. So you're not going in and out. It's like you're up and down since you're on, like, does that mm-hmm. make sense? You're up yeah. more? And since the genitals are sharing such a close quarters, it should be pleasurable experience for both of you. I this 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 is my book actually that's coming out this technique it's a very popular one especially yeah. for women who have a hard time orgasming during missionary position, the cat position coital alignment technique is your new your new best friend, and if you just add some little quirks to the missionary position you'll find that your partner will suddenly find sex not only more enjoyable but also quite variant. That's what I got for uh, sex sex tips for sex tips. But then tomorrow, 
I think you're going to have to start. You're going to have to get comfortable with tomorrow's topic. So I'm just going to give you a um, a little teaser. Yeah. It's let's play ball. Tomorrow okay. we're getting in-depth about the likes and dislikes of playing with his testicles in the bathroom. Oh, it's no. Testicle Tuesday. Testicle Tuesday. Yeah, but I know you don't like that. See, see, that's what we're going to talk about because a lot of people have, like, women have, like, ball phobia. Like, mm-hmm. they're afraid to touch the balls. Like, I remember I was like that when there was guys who – I remember hearing once, like, guy, you shouldn't – you have to be, like, so careful. Like, that's your first message about balls and yeah. testicles. Growing up as a woman is, like, don't get close to them. Like, you're going to hurt him. He's going to freak out. So I think that I, for a long time, never even, like, just totally pretended they didn't even exist. As you should. No, then, some guys. No, but no, some guys are yeah, into it. Some guys, you got to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. So those were some missionary things. And then tomorrow's testicles. And we've got a really fun show this week. Cool. So What happened? Uh, I thought we were doing the 20 question thing today. We are. We were going to do it today, but we're doing it tomorrow. Uh, no, we we're never going to do We are doing it. We're doing it tomorrow. I don't know. I, I was ready for that today. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, well, we're doing that tomorrow. So, okay, okay here we gotta we gotta plug that again. So, because we got we got we got actually a bunch of questions. Uh-huh. So we are playing. To, we got some really funny is there questions. One, is there one that we can do today and um, do some tomorrow? Yeah, we took it. What was the? Is that okay. Yeah, we could do one. But let me explain what twenty All questions right. is again. Okay. So twenty questions is just email me um, or on Facebook. You could do it on my Facebook page, Sex with Emily, or you can email me feedback at Sex with Emily. And we want to know. Are there any questions that you have for Menace or I about sex or about anything that you've been wanting to know? And we will answer We will answer the question. And the best question wins a special sex prize, okay. a sex toy gift. So, Kelsey, can you remember one of them? Um, one of them was, have you ever had sex in the rain? Have I ever had sex, sex in the rain? Sex in the rain. Are you going first? Or? I guess so. Have I ever had sex in the rain? I don't think so. I've had sex on the mm-hmm. snow. Yeah. <laughs> on the ice, ice skating, yeah. on the ice, but not in the rain. Have you? Uh, no, but I was in a limo and it was raining outside. <laughs> does that count? That does count. Okay. I guess so. That's perfect. But I love having sex inside when it's raining outside. Yeah. No, I mean, love- there's nothing else to do. You right, but it's but there's something about the rain, like especially in Michigan where I grew up, and they have those thunderstorms. Do you yeah. know about thunderstorms? Yeah. Have you experienced them? Because people in California don't. No, no, no. I uh, every time for some reason I go to Wyoming or Idaho, there's like lightning and thunderstorms, like crazy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So right, we in, don't get. I miss that here. Yeah, we don't have that here. I'm going home to Michigan, and I'm going to experience those. I hope. Sweet. I love it. I'm going to have sex and thunderstorms. I yeah. um, yeah. No, there's. What was I going to say? There was. The thing that over this weekend, the eco, the eco uh, oh, sex convention. Oh, I didn't go. You didn't go, but it was all about people that were like marrying the have, having not marrying, but a lot of it was just like having sex in nature, and I know they get off on that, like going in the woods and having sex in the middle of the woods, or right? In the middle of fields, and I know I have some friends who went to that, and my friend, my friend from sex school is going to be on the show next week, and she's going to probably talk about that. Going about to the that eco. Sex, about the eco sex thing because they all went and I just couldn't make it. I had to go to this party on Friday night. Okay. But there's lots of sex classes and stuff that I'm doing in the next few weeks, so I'll be sharing all that information with everybody. That's fun. So, what were some of the other? Well, we should do them all. Do you remember one more? Do you guys have any fetishes that you want to tell about? Do we have any fetishes? fetishes? That was another question. We're going to pick the and again the best question. You can email us today. We're going to be deciding tomorrow. Um, who the winner is for the best question, and you're going to win a special, awesome sex toy, sex prize. Okay, do I have any fetishes? I don't. I wish I did, though. Like, I always wish that I had a fetish because people with fetishes seem so, like, they specifically know exactly what's going to turn them on every time. 
and like you know they have a fetish about feet, for example, or yeah, anything. There's a million things to fetish about women's lingerie. Um, I do not have a fetish, really. I wish I don't. I'm working on it. Do you? So lame. Uh, no, there's one thing that I, that, that I really find, turns you on. Yeah, that I think is really sexy is you know when it's hot and everyone starts you know wearing shorts and stuff like, like today. that. The girls will wear the uh, the tall socks with the the rim the color rim around it. Oh, you I like that? Like hot. basketball, yeah. like the basketball socks. Yeah, or whatever, the big or... t- the big tall socks. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's cute. With shorts. Yeah, with shorts. Yeah, that I think cute. that's hot. Yeah. Oh, what else do you think is hot that a woman wears? Uh, I think, no, that's the number one thing. That number one out. thing. Yeah. That was kind of like trendy for a while. There was like yeah. a restaurant in the city where women did that. Yeah. It's too friggin' hot to wear the socks today. Today it's like 75 degrees. Yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy. I know. I love it. And then I do like, uh, you know, every guy likes high boots, but I don't like the boots that are so high that they go over the knee. Me neither. I those, don't. Those, those are look tough. like you are going fly fishing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I agree. You I have a you pair sh- of those and they're not attractive. Yeah. I put them on. I'm like, they're not cute on me. Like, I thought they were cute. I should give them my intern and see if they like them because we all wear the same size shoes we decided. Do you also know and what we- else is like big with ladies? And they might like them. I'm too short. That's yeah. not attractive is the high waist pants. Yeah, like, that's not a good look. Women love that, but I'm sorry. But it they're looks not terrible. really, they're not really, in, well, I guess they are kind of in style. Yeah. yeah. If you're like they super, They were really super hot skinny. like a year and a half ago, but now, but people are like are trying to keep them around and they just yeah, suck. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a good look. Do you, like, do you like the women who wear like the lower, what lower pants? Like that are like, you could see, remember that was really in, like. Oh, or you can like see more of their navel and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, whatever. I like men in suits. Men in suits. I think that's hot. I mean, Cause you don't see men in suits that often. I see them every day. Oh, at work. Yeah, you do. But, see, um, I don't. I see him walking around here. I, I think laugh it's at them. I always go, I always pick like the worst like retail store. And yeah. you go, oh, so what? Is there a two for one deal on your suit today? That's nice. Or I go, do you have a court hearing today? Like, what's. Do you have any suits? Uh, I did. I used to have, I used to dress, I, I used to be a manager of a, a wireless store. So I had like a bunch of, um, I had a, like about 45 ties and I had a couple of suits. 45 ties? Yeah, That's I was a lot. really into ties. Do you know ties are good for bondage? Really? Yeah. The first time I ever had a guy tie me up was in college after a formal, we went to like some, I was a sorority girl. Yeah. Shock. We went to some formal event and he took his tie and like, and it was, so t- I always think of ties as bondage material, but yeah. that's just my brain goes there. And then but, he had his way with you? Kind of, but we were so drunk and nothing really happened. But it was like a good concept. It was, it was a good – It was his 21st birthday. Nowhere? It was his birthday? Yeah. You didn't give him none? Oh, I did, but I think we were so <laughs> – you know, in college, you just get so yeah. drunk. Like, we rented a hotel room. I rented a hotel room. It was just so nice to me. This was his 21st birthday. Rented hotel room, got like him like a cake and everything, and it was like a really big deal. And the cake was in the closet because I'd gone to the hotel room early and set up this whole night. But then we were just too drunk to do anything, and I forgot about the cake. And yeah, anyway. forgot about the. I cake. I mean, like the next morning, I was like, "Oh yeah, I got your cake," and I did all these things. But we were just drunk. You just get drunk, <laughs> just wasted. Yeah, wow. it was good times. College, okay. So that's what I got today. Do you have anything else to? Uh... Uh, Add to the equ- equation, except no, for tomorrow's but, Testable yeah, have Tuesday. The, have the uh, questions ready for tomorrow. I will, for sure. We just wanted to get, we just, I know we said today, but today was mass, Today was uh, Missionary Monday, so we Missionary just really want to do that. But um, we wanted to give people another day to send in questions, and we got some really funny ones. And we and Menace and I will answer all, we will. We were going to answer them all. We're going to pick 20 of the best questions 
and go through them tomorrow. So you have to be uh, ready to answer I'm questions. I'm ready. Because there's some serious, you know. Serious stuff. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You love it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I need to tell you about one of the great companies that's keeping my show free. Who doesn't want to spice things up in the bedroom? Maybe you've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie. Well, here's a really special offer for my Sex with Emily listeners. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. So this is a great time to try a couple's toy like the Lilo Siri or a vibrating ring or even a rabbit. But that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift, so sexy, I just want to surprise you with it. And to top it all off, Adam and Eve will throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type EMILY for the offer code upon checkout. When you do... You get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. So just use offer code EMILY at adamandeve.com. Thanks for listening.